Welcome back to the Philosopher's Stone podcast, everyone. How y'all doing? How the heck are you? What the hell's going on? Samuel Blablaboon. Sam Laboon. He's the guy over on the other side. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, Jordan? Jordan, not a simulation. Jordan, a real person. How's it going? Good to talk to you. I am. We've done some studies, and I am, in fact, a real person. So we can uh, put those doubts to rest. Mm-hmm. Move on with our lives. I am, in fact, real to my own dismay. I do have real life <laughs> consequences that I must suffer uh, for my actions. So it is what it is, as they say. To summarize all of philosophy in one phrase, I think it is what it is is the best one for it. You know what I mean? I I would agree. Um, Max Holloway is uh, the most brilliant philosopher because I think he came up with that. Song. Max Holloway, the UFC <laughs> fighter? Is that his catchphrase? It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is because he's so punch drunk. Yeah. His other one was uh, leave no turn unstoned. I like, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That is a good one. That is a good one. What's up, Sam? How was your weekend? It is Sunday, right? We are, we record, we're trying to record on Sundays because we are the least distracted by our work life slash school life on that day. Yeah, it is the Lord's Day. So, what'd you do this weekend? It's good. Went, went for a nice big run yesterday. That was very good. Felt very good. 15K? Uh, 16. 16 oh my god! This time. I know it was weird. Fucking this try weird. hard over here. I, know. I need to just make sure I don't try too hard because I could hurt myself if I if I don't be careful. I've been going for runs and I can barely make it like three k. Not even. I don't even think I'm doing three k. Honestly, you probably do you stop at all. No. Just when the yeah, little app apps. says like eight kilometers, and then I'm like, oh, time to turn around and run back. What app do you use? Maybe I should start using an app. <laughs> It's called Strava. 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 You run far with Strava. <laughs> you run very far from us, but we always catch yeah. you. <laughs> Is there a voice that you can put through your headphones that goes, We are catching up to you. Keep running. <laughs> yeah. We are going to catch you and you're not going to like it. <laughs> Keep going. We are going to cut off run, your Johnson. boy. Run. <laughs> I need to feel like I'm getting chased by a closeted SS officer. Time. <laughs> Keep running, little boy. Your butt looks so nice from back here. <laughs> that would be incredible if they had that option. Like you could pick like some like <laughs> horror villain to like tell you how close yeah. they are behind you. <laughs> like, You're going to tell us everything you know if we catch you. Yeah. Uh, you could pick like Hannibal Lecter or... Yeah. Freddy Krueger. Or just the sound of like a charging rhinoceros behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Just the fucking, yeah. Just police sirens. Police sirens. Get him! Get him! He's over there! Get him! Send the dogs! You hear the dog bark? (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly you're cutting through yards and stuff. It's just a simulation of you fleeing the police. That would be interesting. I like that. (laughs) Running through the kitchens. Running through the kitchen of some restaurant you're cutting through. Oh, yeah, you could just hear, like, people in the restaurant, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, plates are smashing yeah. and stuff. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. The longer you run, the more environments you, like, just run through and people are chasing you. Oh, that's yeah. great. We'll just call the app Hot on Your Tail. <laughs> Hot on Your Tail, yeah. I think that has promise, actually. It makes you feel like you're being chased. I think that has promise. Well, there's a million-dollar idea 
doesn't take long for as soon as we sit down, start talking, the 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 the, the absolute gold that starts coming into existence <laughs> is just amazing. The Midas touch. Hot on your tail exercise app. Yeah. Just pick your scenario. We all run faster when we're being chased. That's the it's true. That's the quote. It's probably true. It is true. If you're being chased by something that was going to eat you alive, you'd probably be able to run farther than you've ever had before in your life. And faster. The fastest faster. I've ever run was when I was running from the cops one time. <laughs> and I outpaced like the fastest kid on our rugby team at the same time. <laughs> wow. He was like, how the hell did you outrun me there? And just straight up fear and adrenaline, man. <laughs> Take note, coach. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it on cue, but... Uh, if I had that app, maybe I would be the fastest man on earth. Yeah. Oh, man. The, there's this one guy. His name is Elliot Kipchoge. Yeah. And he's like the greatest marathon runner of all time. And he ran. Is he Kenyan? Yeah, he's Kenyan. <laughs> How did you guess? Because they love running long distances. That's just their thing. Yeah. Well, it's like. I watched the David Attenborough thing on this. That, that is how humans used to hunt things. Back in the day. Well, that's why we were so successful because we have the longest, we are the best long distance runners out of any animal. Yeah. Two legs is better than four legs. Two legs when it comes to long distance. Yeah. We're not sprinters. No. Yeah. He he was a Kenyan. He ran a marathon in under two hours. Damn. What's the, is that like the world record? Oh, yeah. That's the by far the world record. What's the average? Like five? Um, average marathon time is probably like a lot longer than that. Let me do a quick Google. I'm going to guess five to six. Average marathon time, um, uh, four to five hours. Four to five. Damn it. So close. Yeah. So to do that, like, I'm, like I can't even run at his marathon pace. I couldn't run his marathon pace for 10 minutes, I don't think. He ran 13 kilometers per hour for two hours. That's crazy. Yeah. That is it's wild. so fast. Most people can't run that fast at all. I wonder how long it took the guy who actually made the marathon, the original run between that the uh, the Greek dude, where he had to run and warn about the Persians. Oh, the original marathon runner? How far was that? Yeah, the one who ran two marathon, right? I think this, there's a city called Marathon that he either ran from or to, and that's the distance they used to measure what a marathon yeah. is now. Yeah, it's 25 miles. And I wonder what he his time was, because he was running for life and death scenarios, but he might have had armor on. Who knows? That, actually, no. There's no fucking way you'd keep your armor on if you're running to send a message. No, in the painting, he's naked when he gets there. What? There's a painting of this? Yeah, they painted everything back. They had, they had nothing to do. Do you think their first question is, why are you naked? Yeah. <laughs> why are you naked, soldier? <laughs> um, I think, yeah, he made it back, and then I think the story is he made it back and, and died. Really? Yeah. So he wasn't exactly in shape then, hey? Because that's, I think, what would happen to me if I tried to just spontaneously run a marathon. All right, oh, okay. here's the story. Here's the real story. The traditional story, according to Wikipedia, is that he was sent to Sparta to request help when the Persians landed at Marathon. He ran 150 miles in two days and then ran back. He then ran 25 oh. miles to the battlefield near Marathon and then back to Athens to announce the Greek victory. And then he died. <laughs> so he ran more than a marathon. Yeah, he ran a lot more than a marathon. <laughs> yeah, well, holy shit, man. 
Maybe he should have just taken his time with that last message. Like, the, the victory's been won. Like, it's not life and death anymore. You can take your time. Jesus. That's actually, you know, that's what he deserves for being a tryhard. <laughs> Trying to run his way into the history books. I think he was probably just so stoked that they had won that he had to, had to run and tell them. Yeah. You think he was barefoot? Because that makes it that much more impressive. Yeah, I think he was probably barefoot. This guy wasn't wearing Nike. He wasn't wearing Nike Jordans or whatever. Pumas. Yeah. But to be fair, he was probably running on grass or something. Or like grassy terrain. Yeah, I don't care what... Dude, there's no way the terrain is going to be nice, like barefoot level, comfortable, nice grass for that whole distance. No, no, no. Yeah, there's probably going to be some like little rocks. He's going to hit some rough Ow. patches. Some gravel. <laughs> yeah. Hot asphalt. <laughs> yeah he made it he made it but he died but I mean they named a race after him so that's pretty good yeah I mean worth it right <laughs> I'd be honored if they named a race after me of people <laughs> Straussians <laughs> Straussians yeah we're our own race now native to uh, the planet Jordan uh, yeah. the atmosphere is mostly weed um. <laughs> Yeah, they can only survive in uh, atmosphere where there's a certain amount of THC in the air. <laughs> yeah. I've been microdosing mushrooms. I bought a uh, oh. jar of like prepackaged uh, mushroom capsules oh, from some website online. That's probably somewhere in the gray area. Gray area of legal. Not the dark web, but also not the fully illuminated web. Yeah, exactly. Sort of somewhere in the, in the shadow web. Maybe. It's in the, the gray <laughs> web, the twilight web. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. I like it. I like it a lot. You take one if you just want a boot moose, but if you want to like party, <laughs> you take two. Oh, really? Is yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Is Me that... and Chelsea took three each the other night and we were having laugh attacks. Oh, wow. It was a good nice. time nice. watching uh, planet Earth. Ah. Yeah, that's the goal when you take mushrooms. Yeah, but these are kind of like mood enhancers if you just take one because you don't really feel like you're tripping or anything. Like, I could mm. probably go to work on one of those, but... Oh, wow. Who wants to go to work on drugs, you know what I mean? It's a waste of drugs. It's a waste of weed. Yeah. I I vaped a lot of weed when I was landscaping. Really? It was, it was just so monotonous, like, oh, my God. Well, my last job, I went to it stoned once by accident. I thought I had the rest of the day off, and I like got <laughs> home, took a big bong rip, and then my boss was like, okay, I need you to go to this job next. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, dear. Uh, but yeah, that, I would not, uh, it was not, I don't understand why people get stoned to get, to do work, because it makes, I was just paranoid and like couldn't think. I guess my job was a little bit too much. If I had a job where it was kind of just like manual labor, repetitive, I think I could do it. But electrical was way too much thought. I had to go into it. And I was just like, felt like I was completely retarded. Yeah. Not supposed to say that word, but uh, <laughs> that's what I felt like. Yeah. When you like, when you don't need to think to do your job, it's very tempting to uh, not be sober for it. Yeah. Because it's otherwise you're just grinding all day doing this boring monotonous work day in day out yeah but i also do i get burnt out like i i'm not the type of person that likes to smoke weed if i have things i need to do later on like no. i i hate i hate being burnt out unless it's the end of the day mm. and i'm ready to just sit down and watch some cartoons or something play some rocket league bang some <laughs> biscuits into baskets goal uh. <laughs> You watch any of the fights this weekend? Were there fights this weekend? 
There were. Um, I didn't watch any of them. They they were starting way too right. late, and it's like, eh, I'll just next week is like the real fight card. So, yeah, next week. Um, that's Francis and Ganu versus Stipe. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The heart attack of fucking fight. juggernauts in there <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to end each other's <laughs> quality of life dramatically. I almost had a heart attack the first the first fight. That first round was just madness. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so insane. Oh, that Francis Ngannou guy, man. He is throwing straight up meteorites at your head. It's nuts. <laughs> I watched an interview with him and he was like, I I just went out there just to just to absolutely just take his head off with like no plan and that's not how I approach any of my fights. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's how you approach every single <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be your best strategy and your only strategy. And honestly, that's the strategy you should stick to because it's all just a, it's just a shotgun approach of just swinging a fist. And if one connects, it's pretty much over. Yeah, ex- exactly. I don't think he does well. Some fighters don't need a big arsenal of techniques and skill. They, they when you're when you have the gift of like a semi truck worth of power in your right <laughs> fist, like you don't spend too much time on like little subtle stuff, I would imagine. As a man who's been in so many street fights like myself. <laughs> yeah, I think his his issue is that he just started training very late in his life. Yeah. And so he's got so much power, but he has not had he hasn't been able to train the skills for as long as the other people. So, and still he got, he like within like a year, he got a title shot. So that's pretty, yeah. it's just a testimony to the type of power this guy's bringing in the game. Oh my God. It's insane. So what do we got on the list? Uh, what are we talking about today? <sighs> forgot, today. forgot this is a philosophy <laughs> podcast. So we should probably bring that into the fold here. Today we're talking about, this might be the hardest thing I've ever had to try and wrap my head around. So please forgive oh, me if boy. this is just absolute nonsense. But we're talking well, about. Well, you couldn't get it. I don't know. Expect me to get it, but let's try it. Okay. Let alone our idiot listeners. <laughs> oh, God. God bless them. God bless them. God, God bless them. Speaking of uh, God bless them, uh, uh, we, we got a reply. We got, a, oh. we got an I'm alive email from Ferdinand. Oh, so thank can, God. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Australia says, very still listening. Place. Keep tripping, boys. <laughs> so, Ferdinand still is alive. Nice. We can all breathe a sigh of relief that oh, he is still good. with us. That's good. Which is good news. Um, yeah, Australia is very dangerous. Yeah. 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 He could have been got by any sort of, any sort of spider, really, by now. Spiders, snakes. Ugh. Kangaroo reels up and kicks you in the neck. Your Dunskis. Koala on meth. Ugh. Yeah. Koala on meth. <laughs> Please, Ferdinand, stay away from the methed up koala bear. <laughs> so, what are we, uh, what are we talking about? Well, this is the third part, actually, speaking of Ferdinand, this is the third part of our reply to his question about Epicurus, Stoicism, and then the final jewel in the crown, Taoism. Taoism. Let's do it. Taoism. Yeah. So Taoism is one of the oldest philosophical systems in the world, and it's from ancient China. I was going to say, this is an Asian one, isn't it? This is very Asian. Yeah, this is very Asian. Um, 
So wait, and, is this Taoism with a T, right? Um, interchangeable. The Stanford Encyclopedia entry has it with a D. D-A-O-I-S-M. Okay. Taoism. But it's the same thing. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. Most likely it's the same thing. Okay. But it's tricky because saying Taoism is the same thing is tricky because Taoism doesn't really refer to a single philosophy. It's more of like an umbrella term for like a ton of different um, theories, doctrines. Uh, there's like, it's got naturalistic philosophies. It's got mystical religions involved. It's got gods and demons and celestial beings Damn. coming down to earth. It's, it's complicated. There's no way we could cover all of it. I like it. Sounds right up my alley. Some Game of Thrones <laughs> shit. Oh, this... This is like Game of Thrones, like through a kaleidoscope. Like it's, it's nuts. There's just so much going on. Well, let's just try and scratch the surface at least. Okay. Let's, let's... All right. So we've got to learn a little language, a little Chinese. So Dao in Chinese. Mm-hmm. Dao. Dao. I don't know what the tones Dao. are. Dao. Roughly translates to way. Okay. So like a road. I think it's actually literally the word for road is Dao. Okay. Um, and a Tao is a way. But don't read it as the way because there's lots of different ways. There's almost innumerable okay. ways. So anything that you can do has a, a Tao, I guess. So driving, there's a Tao of driving. Maybe there's a Tao of cooking. Maybe there's a Tao for, how to, for being a bank robber. Right. Every person has like their own personal Tao of how they live their life. Choosing the right moral principles by which to live is a Tao. There's all these Tao's. Everything's a Tao. Everything's so, a Tao. Everything's a Tao. <laughs> everything's a drum. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing a Tao right now. I'm da- my way of sitting is a Tao. My Tao of sitting. Is that what we're it going is. at here? Yep. Everything you do is a Tao. Yeah. And uh, to put the Zhuangzi, which is one of the famous. Dao's texts as a metaphor. Yeah. It says humans interact in Dao as fish do in water. Okay. What do you mean by that? Like, I don't, I mean, what does he mean by that? Or she, I don't want to, I don't want to assume his gender, their gender. I think it was a he, it was a he, I think. Zhuang, uh, Zhuangzi, I think. Yeah, it was a he. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a he. That's a, that's a male name if I've ever heard one. Oh, yeah. Zhuangzi. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so what that means is it has a couple of different meanings. One, one of the meanings is, is that we can't exist without Tao. Like we can't do anything without Tao, just like fish can't do anything without water. Another part of that meaning okay. is that we can't escape Tao, can't get out of Tao. Fish can't get out of the water. We can't get out of Tao. We're sort of, it's just sort of what we're in and we can't really get out of it. Okay, so uh, as I understand it, this word Tao essentially just means everything. <laughs> like It's everything you do and everything that surrounds you, and uh, you can't do anything without it. Precisely. It, there's a, it's okay. very contradictory, but it's, it means everything and it means nothing. It means doing everything, it means doing nothing. Oh, of course it does. Of course it does. But we can't, I think the best thing to do is not try and just linger on it, but to just... Just keep talking about it. And as we talk about it, maybe you'll start to get a picture in your mind or an understanding of Tao. So here, here's another, another metaphor. Well, don't get your hopes up, but let's try it. 
Okay, so DAO, in addition to being a way, a DAO can also be a verb. So you can DAO a DAO. Oh my God. <laughs> I fucking hate this one already. I, I'm more of a stoic, I've found. So for I'm bad at it. I'm just a very bad stoic. That's where I've, <laughs> that's where I've settled in. Well, that's good because all stoics are very bad stoics, according to stoics. Well, I'm worse than those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'm an Epicurean stoic that hates Taoism. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a stoic trapped in an Epicurean's body. Yeah. I want to be a stoic even though I act more like an Epicurean and I don't understand Taoism. So that's where I'm at in my okay. journey. <laughs> okay. All right. But here's another, this, maybe this metaphor will help you, right? So, okay. So when you Tao a Tao, you are interpreting a Tao. So imagine a Tao is like a piece of sheet music written by Mozart. Okay. Now, Mozart has included directions about how to play the music on the sheet music, like this section, Allegro Vivoci, this section, Andante, emphasize these notes, that sort of thing. Right. El Dante. El Dante. (laughs) (laughs) You want it to be almost there, but not quite. (laughs) Yeah. To the tooth. To the tooth. To the tooth. Yeah. I like it a little bit more than El Dante, I think. Well, you're a fucking psycho. Sick bastard. You take it out of the boiling water as it's getting to El Dante, and that's when you put it and you finish it in the sauce. Is that what you're trying to get at here oh, with this whole Taoism? Okay. Let's stop getting me off track, Sam. Who's Mozart? <laughs> Mozart was a pig farmer from Paris, um, from Chilliwack. Yeah. Uh, he murdered a lot of women. Very bad man. Um, Amadeus, you son of a bitch. Anyways, Mozart, right? So he wrote the music. He's got the instructions on it. But even if you try to follow the instructions exactly, everyone who plays the piece is going to interpret it in their own idiosyncratic way. Mm -hmm. So the sheet music is Tao. Yeah. But when you do the Tao, you're going to do the Tao in your own Tao. Okay, this is fucking, you're fucking with me, right? This <laughs> can't be what we're talking about today. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> if you're going to do the Tao, you're going to do it with your own Tao, and that Tao is going to end up being Tao. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So lots of Tao's texts, they end with, or is it? Oh, God. I'm not, like, they, they say a bunch of stuff, and then the end is, or is it? Right? Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Ugh. But I think, I Boo. think it's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see if we can help a little bit more. Let's see if okay. we can help a little bit more. Okay, so there are... We're not getting into the religious Taoism. Not yet, anyway. Okay. So according to the philosophical Taoism, there are three broad kinds of Tao. Human Tao, natural Tao, and great Tao. All right. All right, so na- human Tao is the way of humans. So this is the way humans interact with each other through language, activity, culture, society, different human things that we do, like playing soccer, writing music, eating, stuff like that. Human DAOs. They're constantly changing, and they are normative in the sense that if you pick a DAO, then you should, you're supposed to follow that DAO in a certain way. Like the sheet music, like okay. you have to try and play it. The way it is. The way he intended it to be played? Yeah, or, or more like the way 
the way that it is, I think, is a better way to think about it. Okay. You know, you're not allowed to freestyle. <sighs> Tough question. Um, yeah, because if you freestyle, then you're, like, not really doing that DAO anymore. You're, do- you're, you're doing something else. You're not really DAOing that DAO. Okay. Yeah. Then there's the natural DAO. So this is like uh, nature, laws of nature, right? So mm-hmm. you drop something, it falls. That's a, the Tao of nature. Um, bees make hives and stuff like that. That's the Tao of bees. Like that's just the way the way they are, the way they do things. Okay. So there's tons and tons of different natural Tao's. There's so many different ones. They're all over the place. Lots of different ones. Well, it's because this word encompasses fucking everything. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Dow, an anteater is a, it, it, its Dow is eating ants. And an it elephant, it, what it does, its Dow is it walks along the ground mm-hmm. with a big nose. Yeah. It's so stupid. This, uh, a fish Dow is to swim. A human Dow is to eat food and shit it out. Take a big Dow in that toilet over there. <laughs> I I don't get like this word is so broad that I'm just you know what right now not a fan. You got to convert me, Sam. <laughs> Tell me why I should give a fuck about this philosophy at this point. All right, we are we're approaching it. We're we're approaching it. Okay. But uh it's it's very very hard to understand. It took me Well, yeah. I I barely even get it. I've read the article like two or three times and I'm still sort of like Something tells me that the people that made it don't even get it. So mm. Hey, that's it's possible, but I think that's. I mean, that is literally one of the theories is that we're going to talk about. Is, okay. is the problem with Taoism is like Taoists famously hate to talk about Taoism because yeah, because we can't answer any questions about it. It's hard to explain it. Yeah, like there's one <laughs> one there's like well okay we'll get to that. I don't want to jump ahead. Okay, All right. So we got the human Tao, we got the natural Tao, and then finally this one you'll be able to understand. I think. Is the great Tao. Oh. Now, the great Tao. The great Tao. Is the way everything actually is and will be. <sighs> yeah. So it's yeah, what I should have seen that coming. What's, what's actually okay. happened and what will actually. That's the great Tao. The great Tao is what is yes. and what will be. Yes. Now, if we bring in, we can bring in a Western, we can bring in the idea of determinism, right? So according to, if we, mixed determinism and Taoism, we would find that according to determinism, only given the past, only one future is possible. So there's actually only one natural Tao that is possible. And hence there's only one, one great Tao. Only one great Tao. Yes, according to determinism. There's only one great Tao. Right. Uh, indeterminism on the other hand. <laughs> indeterminism on the other hand. Indeterminism or indeterminism? Indeterminism. Determinism in? and indeterminism. Indeterminism. Which one are we? Tra- are in, re- indeterm- uh, anti-determinism, like the opposite of determinism. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like with indeterminism. <laughs> this is fucked. Okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like we've been talking for twenty minutes. And I haven't learned a single thing. <laughs> Just kidding. That's Taoism, right? So indeterminism. On the other hand, you'd have more than one great Tao be possible. Right. Yeah. So, natural Taoism. This is uh, where Taoism gets very interesting. Okay. So suppose, this is where it gets meta-ethical. Meta-ethical. Meta-ethical, that's right. Okay. So, 
suppose you're asking like, what should I do? How should I live? What should I, what should I do? Right. A, a common answer might be you should do what is morally right. Do what is morally right. Yeah. Yes. So if we take do that, good, do good. Yeah. We can take that as a doubt. Do what is morally right is a doubt. It's a way to, to live your life by doing what you consider morally right. That's a doubt. Mm-hmm. Now. The Tao of the ninja. The Tao of, of the warrior. Yeah. The Tao of the moral person. The Tao of the lawyer. Yeah. The Tao of the lawyer. But what if there's two, what if, um, so, but then there's a, a, third, a second Tao comes in, which is to follow the Tao that says, <laughs> do what is morally right. That's also. Uh-huh. Why should I follow the Tao that says, do what is morally right? Uh, I don't know, because your Tao tells you to. I, 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 that's what I'm getting from this whole thing. You well, just... like one, one, one answer might be like, it's good to do what is morally right, or like it will, it's good to do what is morally right. Yeah. But then do what is good is yet another Tao. So why should I follow the Tao that says do what is good? Uh, there's always uh, another Tao. Yeah, there's always a bigger Tao. There's always. always a bigger Tao. Yeah. And so you, you can never answer the question like what is morally right or what is morally good without appealing to some other Tao. Right. I feel like I have Tao syndrome learning this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tao syndrome. Let's keep plowing though. I think if you just keep talking, something's going to, I'm going to get something. There's something yeah. that's going to click, right? And this is, this is going to be, there's going to be an enlightenment moment. At yeah. the end of this podcast. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. But so basically you can think about it, right? Like, so imagine you're like some, you're some person and you've, you've been learning about all these different philosophies like Stoicism, Epicureanism. Mm-hmm. Great philosophies, those two, comparatively. Yeah, right. And, and you're like, hmm, how should I choose which one to follow? Well, the very act of choosing one is itself a doubt. I feel like... No matter if you're an Epicurious, Epicurious, is that if you're an Epicurean or a Stoic, those are also encompassed under Taoism on some level because everything is. Like Taoism is essentially, it seems like it could just be applied to any sort of any belief you have, you could say is a Taoist view from what I'm gathering, unless I'm way off the mark here. We have to be carefully here because so far the Taoist hasn't told you to do anything yet he's just sort of describing like the way that we act like our water so to speak he hasn't said like okay you should be a stoic or you should be a Taoist it's not about it doesn't seem like it's about being a Taoist it's more sort of like if you are a Taoist it just means that you sort of agree with like these Taoist ideas that that there's all these different ways of doing things it's more like an observation so far Okay. But the meta the meta ethical stuff is is interesting because then they get into this thing, right? So if I can't if if it's a Tao to choose between Tao's, if it's a Tao to choose between Tao's, then the only I can never justify anything without justifying it in terms of the Tao that I'm following. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> I think my Tao right now is to be lost. Uh, I, I, this is like I'm not getting really understanding what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> at this point. 
Like this is to me just sounds like I still couldn't describe Taoism on any level. What? I don't even know what to ask. Okay, here's here's a here's a, a quote that might help you. Okay, the saying "follow the natural Tao" is an empty saying. Okay, whatever Tao we choose will be a natural one. In virtue of being one, we in fact can choose and walk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this didn't fucking help me at all. Uh, I I think I'm fundamentally not under, like misunderstanding the what makes Taoism Taoism at this point. Okay, is there so, any way you could dumb it down even more for me? Okay, so here's three three possibilities when it comes to. Daos. Okay. Number one is nihilism. Okay. There's no such thing as correct Tao. Right. Because Tao can only be correct in terms of another Tao. So you can't say that like your Tao is correct in virtue of the human condition because the human condition is itself a Tao. So it's sort of like nothing is true independent of Tao. I think it's this relationship between Tao's that I'm not getting. Like... A Tao is a way, and then there's also a Tao in relation to another Tao. That I, that's the that's the thing I'm not understanding here. Oh, like how you can Tao a Tao? Yeah. How can you Tao a Tao? All right. So there's the Tao of chopping wood. When you chop wood, you're down. There's the Tao of chopping yeah. wood. So think of that as like a skill. It's like a skill that you can learn. You can learn how to chop wood. Okay. Yeah. When you perform that skill, you're gonna perform it in your own sort of idiosyncratic way and that way that you do it the way you chop wood is your doubt of chopping wood okay so i'm gonna think of it as i'll i'll put it in like terms of playing the drums because that's what i'm familiar with okay playing the drums is a dow but the style i play in is a dow as well right yeah it's like an your style is is a dow and it's sort of like an interpretation mm-hmm. or a variation on the Tao of playing drums. Okay. Okay, well, I think I made some sort of progress just now. Yes, I, I think so too. Continue on with the lesson, Sam. Right, so keeping it in drums, right? So, Yeah, speak to me on my own bar- barbarian caveman terms, please. Okay, so name for me two drummers who are both considered very, very good drummers, but who have... Totally different styles. Okay. Uh, Carter Beaufort and Neil Peart. Okay. Right. Very different. Would you say that one of them has the correct way to play drums? No. I have what I would be my preference between the two. Mm -hmm. But would you say that there, would you say at all that there is a correct way to play drums? There is certainly an incorrect way, but there is not a correct way. Do you know what I mean? It's just sure. it's just your skill level determines whether it's being done correctly, right? Yeah. It's either you're on beat or you're off beat. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, beyond that, when it comes to like your stylistic choices, there's nothing that is incorrect or correct. Okay, interesting. So that is sort of like... Um, Taoism takes that idea, there's no correct way to play drums, and sort of extends that to 
all human DAOs. There's no correct, there's no DAO of DAOs that's like the correct DAO for anything, okay. for any, anything that you can think of being, there's nothing correct. There's just, there's different, different ways, many different ways. And you can gain insights okay. from all these different ways, but none of them is correct. Right. But like, let's go back to the chopping wood thing. You're either chopping wood or you're not, right? So it's either correct in the sense that the wood is being chopped or it's not being chopped. But there's no correct... As long as the wood ends up chopped, the way you're swinging the axe doesn't matter. Yeah, there's not like... Yeah, there's not... An incorrect way to chop wood would be a way that, like, you always... You never chop it. Yeah, the incorrect way of chopping wood is where the wood doesn't end up chopped. Yes, I would agree with that. But then that's not the Tao of wood chopping because you didn't you didn't chop it. So right. So that's that's sort of the idea for that, and they extend that to human life, like ethics, right? Like everyone, there's all these people. Everyone's living different lives. Is there a correct correct way to live your life? And Dallas would say no. There's not a correct way to live your life. I think. Well, I would agree with them. There's not a correct way. Um, as in there's not a way that you should uh, like is there a correct way to live life no I don't think so there mm-hmm. are immoral ways I would say mm-hmm. uh, that you could say my opinion is that this is an incorrect way to live life right or like a, a bad way a bad way yeah like you can't go you can't live your life when you just you punch every, anyone in the face that has brown eyes. That's mm. not a good way to live, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Could you say it's incorrect? That's it's the wording that's a little fucked right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 intentional because it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be this idea that you have different ways that you could do things, right? And we want to say like okay, if you live your life and you just anytime you see someone with brown eyes, you punch them in the face. Like that would be, the Taoist would say like, if you're saying like that's not a good way to live your life, that assumes that you want to live your life according to a certain Tao. Especially if you live in Asia. Yeah, you'd be punching mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. if like, it basically like, why is that wrong? Well, it's wrong because I'm living according to this other Tao. It's not wrong because there's this grand universal objective morality that says it's wrong. Okay. No, it's wrong because my Tao says it's wrong. Like, I'm trying to live by this Tao. And that is inconsistent with my Tao. But it's not because there's a grand unified moral scheme to the universe. Okay. Yeah, this is a hard one for me. Um, it's a hard one to swallow because it is. it really means like there's no... It's very... I think it's like a strongly anti... It's, it's kind of nihilist about morality. Yeah. Like there's no objective there's no objective morality. Objective morality would be the correct Tao by which to live your life. But there is no correct. Yes. Tao. Which honestly, like that's where Taoism gets a little tricky because that statement itself seems to like saying there is no correct Tao, like is that also is that another Tao? <laughs> I'm gonna guess yeah, it is. Yeah. So the even Seems they can't like there really, is- so can they describe Taoism? I don't know. Can you be? It's very. It's like teetering on the edge of a paradox. Sometimes it seems. 
Well, it just seems like there's such loose definitions all over the place here that it's like hard to nail down exactly what the fuck we're yeah. talking about. Like, so yeah, it seems like they don't really want to talk about it. A third possibility, which some Taoists hold to, is that there is a correct Tao. You just can't put it into words or convey it as guidance to anybody else. Well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's bordering on the more religious Taoism. There's a correct one, I just can't tell you because no one can understand it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, and this is where the comparisons between Taoism and Stoicism are very interesting, recall that the Stoics thought no one can be a good Stoic. In fact, nobody can even have knowledge unless they are a Stoic sage, and the Stoic sage is like a borderline mystical entity. Yeah. That's the guy who'll just walk right into a freaking tiger's jaw. <laughs> yes. No qualms about it. Yes. And so the religious Taoism holds that there is a correct Tao, but you can only know it if you have superhuman, mystical, magical ways of knowing. Such a goddamn cop out. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's like it's pretty similar to the Stoics to the Stoics because it doesn't seem like anyone it seems like the Stoic Sage is also like, they also have this perfect way of knowing where they never make mistakes about which cognitive impressions they are assenting to or withholding assent from. At least with the Stoics, I understand what the goal is compared to other philosophies. Like the whole concept of not, uh, I forget what the wording you use, but essentially giving and mm -hmm. acting upon your passions. Like I can understand what that means and like yeah. what your goal as a Stoic should be. Yeah. Whereas if someone told me they were a Taoist, I wouldn't even know what the hell that meant or what to expect from them behavior wise. You should expect for them to not do much. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to Tao Like it seems like a lot of Taoism involves not like not doing very much sort of like trying to shed yourself of social conditioning and things like that and sort of trying to become sort of one with the flow of things. Okay. Like they're big on flow states. Sounds like Taoism was just like a lazy philosopher came up with a lazy definition for his philosophy, which allowed him to be more lazy. Yeah, but that's possible. That's possible. Um, that's very cynical though. Very cynical, Jordan. <laughs> well... That's what I am. I'm a cynical Epicurean Stoic. So <laughs> it is. It is interesting. Take that in your Tao and smoke it. <laughs> it is interesting that the Stoics, right? Their whole thing was, how do you figure out how to be happy? Well, you have to live in accordance with your nature. So, uh -huh. in a sense, for the Stoics, your nature dictates how you should live. Whereas for the Taoists, it's totally the opposite. Okay. Your nature does not dictate how you should live because nature is just the way things are. And the way things are is, an almost, there's almost an innumerable way that things are. Uh huh. So to say that nature dictates how you should live is, is kind of silly because right, everything that you do is natural because you're doing it and you're, you're part of nature. Okay. I think I followed you there for a second. <laughs> there's a similarity too because the religious Taoists who seem to be more dominant in modern Chinese culture, if at all, uh -huh. held that there was a single correct Tao and that the, it is the job of government to ensure that all people follow the single correct Tao in a harmonious society. Oh my God. So everyone has to be living according to one Tao. 
What kind of philosophy puts the goddamn government in charge of it? That is such bullshit. That is something the government of China came up with. No, well, it's it goes back to like Confucius and and those types, but Chinese philosophy has a lot. It's very intertwined, like the uh but remember the Stoics very similar to this, right? Stoics are all about knowing what your role is in the whole. And so I think that Stoicism and the religious Taoism work very well with an authoritarian philosophy. Yeah. Because they, they tell you what your role is and it, you're, it's your duty to just uh, do that role as yeah. best as you can, as in work in the factories. Yeah, exactly. So like the Stoics, they could justify slavery really well because their philosophy holds that everyone is a slave to their passions. Mm-hmm. So being a slave to your passions is bad. So a Stoic would rather be a virtuous slave to their master than they would be to a free person who is a slave to their passions. I don't think most people would do that. No, no, no. But they're just, most people are just bad Stoic. Yeah, well, <laughs> I never said I was a good Stoic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, in Stoicism, right, only the, only the Stoic sage knows the truth. In Taoism, only the mystic sage knows the truth. And you just have, sort of have to follow their Tao or their teaching for your own good. Because mm. you, you can't figure it out because you don't have the superhuman qualities that you need to figure it out. But they do. So you should just, just you should do what they do. Classic thing where any, I mean, that just sounds like every religion where it's like, you mm. don't understand the real reality of the universe. So you're going to have to take my word for it because I do understand because I have the powers that yeah. allow me understand the nature of the universe god told me you don't have to worry about it because i'm here to tell you and as long as you listen to me you'll be fine yeah yeah exactly i don't know how they can prove that they've they've reached this state this sage or mystic level yeah well that's like one of the most interesting things that's come from this comparison is like the Taoism and stoicism they both have these sort of again stoicism had a religious or like a mystical origin story for the universe as well but they they both sort of have these sort of religious sort of qualities to them which you don't really notice at first until you compare them Mm. but this does like the thing about the nature how you have to live according to your nature yeah this reminds me of our good friend david hume david hume (laughs) smug bastard the smug bastard himself yeah the toast of paris yeah, he, <laughs> self-proclaimed probably. Self-proclaimed, yeah. He's one of his most famous uh, uh, contributions was that he is called the ought is distinction, and so a lot of the times you find people they argue that this is the way things are. That's for this is the way they ought to be. Mm-hmm. And he he pointed out that that saying that is makes no sense because there's no logical connection whatsoever between the way things are and the way things ought to be. And you can never deduce logically an ought from an is. (laughs) Okay, let me just think about that for one second. You can never deduce logically an ought from an is. That's right. Um, So if I tell you Can we, like... Is there a way to put that sentence into an example that my dumb brain can kind of latch on to and suckle on? Okay, here we go. Um, uh, You 
are a Canadian. Yeah, I am Canadian. Canadians like maple syrup. Well, conclusion. That's debatable, but <laughs> debatable. Okay. Conclusion. You ought to like maple syrup. Okay, so you're trying to tell me that I like maple syrup because I'm Canadian. I told you the way things are. The way things are is that you're Canadian and Canadians like maple syrup. Conclusion, you ought to like maple syrup. So my premises are just I should. his statements and then my Because I'm Canadian, not. I should like maple syrup. Is that what it's saying? That's the argument. Like a real Canadian would like it? Yep. Well, that's fucking bullshit. And... Hey, that's that. can't tell me what to do, Hume. No, okay? Hume is saying I'm Canadian doesn't mean I. Hume, Hume, Hume me agrees with you. <laughs> no, no, Hume is on your side. He's on your side. Oh right, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> just hate his face so much. I just feel like he's the enemy. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, here we. Yeah, I totally agree. Just because I'm Canadian does not mean I should like maple syrup. Yeah. That's bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, you could do it with anything, right? You could say, like, pain hurts. Um, Hurting people is bad. Oh, no, sorry. I can't use bad. Bad is normative. So you could say, like, pain hurts. Punching people causes pain. Therefore, I ought not to punch people. Well, that's not... There's no logical deduction there. Okay, you lost me again. That one I agree with. You ought to not punch people because it does cause pain. But, but um, where, where does the ought come from? My premise just says pain hurts, punching people causes pain. Mm-hmm. Where did I get this conclusion? That punching people causes pain? No, that I, sh- that I ought not to punch people. Well, I mean, you shouldn't... I would say most of the time, punching pers- people in the face will not help any scenario, but I think that's not the point of what you're trying to say. No. Okay, that's fine. But then you just need to put that statement into the argument before the conclusion, which says that you ought not to do things that hurt people. Right. But you can never, you can never find that ought. This is Hume's point. You can never find that ought just by looking at the way things are. Just because the way things are a certain way does not mean that's the way they ought to be. Oh, so, okay, okay, here, okay, so just, just because punching causes pain does not necessarily mean you shouldn't punch people. Yeah, you will, well, the the best way to say it is the fact that it is the case that punching people causes pain doesn't, there's no deductive step that leads to you ought not to punch people. Okay. Like, if, if you want to make that step, you have to put in a normative premise, like, you shouldn't do things that cause harm. Something like that. Okay. All right. Well, I think I, I've, I think I've kind of grasped a little bit of what you were trying to tell me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel especially dumb today. I just, I just can't wrap my head around half the shit you're saying today. And I apologize to our listeners for that, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. This is this is the art. But um, so maybe we can do a little bit. Which what what do you think? Right. We've talked about Epicureanism. Hmm. Right, Epicureanism right away makes makes the fallacy the odd is thing. It says, Oh, this is our nature is like this, so therefore we should avoid pain and seek pleasure because that's what our nature is. Yeah. And then we've got the Stoics who are like, You must not be a slave to your passions. You must mm-hmm. do what befits you must do what is appropriate for your nature, which is to 
be a rational animal, rational thinking being. Yeah. And then finally, we have Taoism, which holds that you got to Tao the Tao and everything is Tao and it's all Tao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that entire fucking pile of crap into the dumpster fire and stick with Epicureanism. That is so ignorant of you. So ignorant of you. Well, yeah, I only got time for shit I understand immediately. All right. <laughs> well, hey, that's your Tao. If that's the way you want to do it. That is my doubt. That's the way you want to do Ignorance is my doubt. So fucking suck on that. <laughs> you can't you can't not doubt even if you even if you throw the doubt in the trash, that's still doubt. Like you can't get away from oh, this doubt. You can't escape it. You should have never told me about it. Now all I'm gonna think about is how doubt my doubt. My doubt is showing. <laughs> I uh I think most people are probably a mixture of Epicurean and Stoic. Stoics, mm. right? Because most people will try and seek out pleasure, but most people will also refrain from it um, to have, you know, for the greater good on some at some points. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People don't just go out there and seek pleasure nonchalantly with no, like, <laughs> no regard for potential consequences, right? Yeah. Uh. Most people are going to be able to display some self-control for the greater good. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I have less <laughs> faith in humanity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't blame you. They're pretty shit. Yeah. I think, I think governments would definitely like everyone to be stoic. Yeah, probably. I think governments would like that. I think governments would very much like it if everyone just ignored all of their passions and just sort of behaved <laughs> Probably not a lot of great art coming out of the Stoic communities, though, hey? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, because no, they can't. They can't love anything. Like, they can't love. Stoics aren't allowed to love anything passionately. And they say art comes from pain. So. They're not allowed to use their emotions and, like, they, they're not allowed. They're not a big on, like, expressing their, their feelings, are they? Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know about that, actually. I don't know if. Like expressing feelings, like talking about their feelings, like they're they're probably allowed to talk about their feelings. No, I mean expressing through an art. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did Marcus Aurelius paint anything? He wrote a he wrote, he wrote a lot. He did a lot of writing. Well, when I think of Stoics, I don't think of someone like splashing a canvas with finger paint or anything like that. No, while they cry, while one tear slides down their face. No, I don't think so either. And I don't even think an artist would be like an Epicurean because art takes a lot of work and Epicureans are very, like, don't seem to like working that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like if I, I, I gained some sort of understanding mostly on Epicureanism and Stoicism, the Tao thing is kind of seems redundant bullshit to me, but what do I know? I, 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 think, it'll, I think it'll sink in. I think, I think as you go through life i think it'll like the idea of taoism will will sink in a little bit a little bit more i think well if you guys if anyone's listening to this still at this point of the podcast send us your thoughts on taoism and maybe you guys can come up with some 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 way to to get through to me about this yeah. thing because i'm just not getting it i don't think or let us know where we went wrong because we 
we may have definitely gone very wrong. <laughs> yeah, let us know where we're completely off about the whole thing. Send us an email at tpspodcast420 at gmail.com. Sam will put it in the description of this episode, won't you, Sam? I will I will do that. I will doubt that. I will doubt that. <laughs> it is your Dow to fucking do it every time. <laughs> uh, thanks, Ferdinand, for the question. I hope this three-hour-long answer was sufficient. I don't know if we answered the actual question of whether which one's more prominent in the world right now. Uh, yeah, we could do another episode on that or something. We could talk about it a little bit next episode. We'd love to hear from any other listeners that feel feel the the in their heart to write into us. Um, yeah, I think that's our episode for the week. I'm sorry for how dumb I am today. I don't know what's going on. I just I just just exhausted. You know what I mean? What did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I got grease brain, baby. Uh, uh, well, that's it, right, Sam? You got anything else to add? Um, no, I do not. Okay, well, that's our episode. Hopefully, uh, we can uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.